Dan Dickow here for Gonzaga Nation SI, the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. Well, today is the regional finals in the West in the NCAA tournament, the game being played at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. And the West region should be an unbelievable matchup against UConn. Gonzaga's in a, in a tough spot, though. I will say that because you look at how UConn is playing – uh, they may be the favorite now to win the whole dang thing. Early in the season, they started off 14-0. and A uh, terrific blend and mix of interior play, in particular with Adam Sinogo, uh, guard play in Andre Jackson and Jordan Hawkins. Uh, they've got size to match up with Gonzaga. Should be a really interesting game. But when, when you look at how UConn has been playing and you look at the advanced analytics uh, with their most recent three wins in the NCAA tournament where they've won by an average of over 20 points a game. They are now the number one ranked team in the country per analytics with Ken Palm. They're third in offensive efficiency, just behind Gonzaga at number one, and they are 13th in defensive efficiency. So really well-balanced basketball team. Coach Dan Hurley does an amazing job. It's his fifth year at UConn, and uh, you can't say enough about what he's done there in a short amount of time. Uh, Coach who um, if you know the name Hurley, you know, his other brother, his brother, Bobby Hurley who played at Duke is currently the head coach, uh, at Arizona state. His dad is an all-time legend at the high school level, uh, St. Anthony's in Jersey city, New Jersey. Um, so basketball and coaching, uh, is in that family's DNA and he's got UConn poised, uh, for another final four appearance, but, if you look at from Gonzaga's perspective, um, you know, they have done everything they've needed to do to overcome a couple of, well, three, essentially three slow starts. Um, they overcame the slow start where they were down 10 in the first half. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you've, you've already watched uh, the highlights, I'm sure, multiple times. You've read multiple articles. You've either watched and listened to some of our SI, uh, Gonzaga Nation SI videos and podcasts about some of the things that happened during the game. So we don't need to rehash that too much, but Drew Timmy was unbelievable. Again, they had the slow start. Drew Timmy kept them in it. And then in the second half, things got going. Malachi Smith played really well. Strother obviously hits the big bomb with about 12 seconds left, but he hit another one around the two minute mark uh, that I thought was equally important. Um, but, you know, to focus on uh, UConn, uh, they've got one of the best bigs in the country in Adam Sinogo. Uh, can score in the low block. He's great defensively. He's good on the glass. Uh, he can block shots. They also have another big a 7-2 Donovan Klingman. Uh, Klingen. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, who gets that initial matchup on Timmy and whoever's on Watson. Does that allow them to roam a little bit and maybe protect the paint, the interior? Uh, so it might be important that Anton knocks down an early three or at least shows the the willingness to shoot from the perimeter to, to, to make the defense adjust in those regards. When you look at the other um, players on, on UConn, uh, Andre Jackson, to me, uh, I liked him when I saw him on TV, but when I saw him in person the other day in, in Las Vegas, I was really impressed. Big guard. Doesn't blind you with quickness because he's a bigger guard, but he does a tremendous job of getting them into their their offensive stuff, understanding when to push, when to when to slow it down and get into into a set. Uh, I thought he was really good at, at entry passes, the little details like offhand, one hand passes to guys coming off of pin downs to then be able to uh, catch it 
with timing to then be able to enter the ball in the post or to the next action. Some of the little things that get overlooked, I thought he was really good at. Defensively, I think he's good. He's got great instincts and a knack for for what needs to be done out there. Jordan Hawkins, uh, he, he's had some unbelievable scoring stretches this year uh, at that wing spot. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, does Bolton guard him? Um, do they put Hickman on him? Um, or does Hickman guard Andre Jackson, who handles a lot of the point guard duties? Uh, maybe does Strahler guard him? It's going to be really interesting to see. The other um, interesting facet will be just how good UConn usually is on the glass. Uh, Gonzaga is good on the glass, maybe not as good as they've been in years past, but against UCLA, they were dominant on the glass. I believe the final number was plus 24 on the glass. So a point of emphasis against big physical teams is to set the tone early. So I'll be looking for Gonzaga in that first, you know, before the first two medium timeouts to see, you know, are they the physical aggressors? Are they hitting on the blockouts? Are they chucking cutters? Are are they pushing catches out? That's going to be interesting to see. One other player that actually has a a unique tie into Gonzaga uh, off the bench for UConn is Joey Calcaterra. Might remember the name because he was at USD for a number of years. He was a terrific shooter. He was always kind of like their third option, really good scorer, really good shooter, actually. He's found a great home uh, in UConn. So it's cool to see another WCC player having success, kind of like Suli Boom, uh, Ed Xavier, um, having having a great year there for, for Sean Miller, even though they got knocked out uh, against Texas. But all in all, this is uh, another opportunity for Gonzaga to move into a Final Four, which would be their third and it's interesting and it's unique in the fact that Gonzaga's run in 99 started when they made it to the Elite Eight. And guess who their opponent was in that Elite Eight? It was UConn. All these years later, they've got a chance at redemption, a chance at the rematch. UConn has gone on to win two national titles since then. Gonzaga has become a national brand since then, still searching for their first NCAA tournament title. And who knows, this may be the year with all four number one seeds out of the tournament. It is wide open. Every single coach that is still coaching their team in the final eight, in the elite eight, has never won a national title. So you're going to have a new, newly crowned head coach as a national title. Um, You're going to have somebody that uh, was a little bit under the radar coming in the NCAA tournament because, again, all four number one seeds are out. It's has been a tremendous NCAA tournament. This is going to be a heck of a game uh, at T-Mobile Arena later today. So for Gonzaga Nation SI, appreciate you checking it out. Don't forget to check out the website, uh, our social media channels. Uh, a couple journalists that we've got will be down there with all the updates, all the action from Las Vegas. Take care. Enjoy the game. Go Zags. And hopefully we'll be talking about a preview of the Final Four.